According to the Associated General Contractors, prices for construction materials have outstripped bid prices by more than double since the start of the pandemic. Hi, welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com, covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. I'm Jonathan, and this in this episode, we talk with Dimitri Alexin, the CEO of OneBuild, a real-time data platform for construction cost estimates. Founded in September 2019, they actually just recently posted a big update to their software in December 2021. It includes a few feature updates. But I wanted to know more, starting with what they mean by real-time data and how can cost estimation software save contractors money? So, Dimitri, uh, tell me about yourself. Uh, what what's your role at OneBuild? Uh, yeah, John, thanks for having me. Um, so, I am the CEO and founder of OneBuild. Um, we started the company about well over two years ago, um, and uh, um, OneBuild does um, cost estimating. Uh, it's a platform for cost estimating for construction companies. Um, and I started one build because I was working as a data scientist for uh, this other uh, sort of technology startup in the real estate space. I was one of the first employees there. And my role was to bring in um, data about construction pricing into my machine learning models. Um, and this is how I discovered this incredible world of cost estimating that I really didn't know much about. I always had a passion for building design, architecture, my family was in construction. Uh, and then I started learning about cost estimating and with the processes. And I just realized that, um, you know, it is so um, um, inefficient. Uh, we, we struggle with it so much dealing with cost books, you know, published once a quarter, once a year, you know, the data that you get is immediately outdated. You can't really, we, we would get our cost books, but we'd never trust them. I don't even know what we bought them. <laughs> and then like tying that into your takeoff tools, tying that into your estimates. And then we'd never have the time to do it ourselves. We'd never have the cost estimator readily available. So I realized there's this awesome opportunity to do something very special for construction companies to create a different platform for cost estimating. Nothing like uh, you know, it is available on the market today where you can be uh, a builder and uh, you can put together your cost estimates in minutes uh, using our takeoff software, integrating that with a real-time database of construction material costs that we dedicated an enormous amount of time figuring out how to aggregate, making that data accessible in real time. And uh, the coolest thing is that we also built out a bunch of support on top of it so that whenever you don't want to do a cost estimate yourself, uh, which is something that I think I personally experienced too and my team experienced in the past, when we were uh, you know, in, in our previous roles, you press a button, cost estimator appears, does the bid for you. Uh, and you can still get all the same takeoffs and same data and edit it the way you like. So anyways, uh, as you can tell, I'm super passionate about what we're building. Um, you know, my, my background kind of uh, brought me uh, accidentally, I guess, into cost estimating. Uh, but it's just one of the things I'm uh, personally very obsessed about. So that's why I started one build. Sure. Can you tell me about the development of the company and the platform? <laughs> like... I don't think you can just suddenly go, I'm going to type in all these numbers into an Excel and make a formula and then boom, here's your software. 
<laughs> You're spot on with that for sure. Uh, you know, there's, 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 you know, I can really um, tell, uh, you know, I can speak about my philosophy of building software for construction for hours. Uh, but the way that we approached it is first we looked at, you know, other, I guess, recent entrants in sort of construction technology, like other folks trying to build software for construction. And, uh, you know, there's all these big companies out there, like Kadera, that was one uh, really, really famous example. And uh, what we realized is that a lot of the folks come into construction thinking like, this is, you know, this, 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 this industry, that this digitization, I'm going to just create this magic solution and make all these problems go away. And then people realize that, oh my God, construction is very complicated. <laughs> and, then, and then sort of, uh, you know, in the process and giving up or building the wrong thing. Uh, without appreciating, you know, the, the craftsmanship, the guests, the construction, the process, the complexity. And so what we did, actually, we, we first started as essentially a cost estimating service. Um, and so we uh, did our bids ourselves. We started doing takeoffs ourselves. Uh, we would offer clients an opportunity to upload their projects, we would evaluate their scope. Uh, and then we started running a business as a result, so just doing cost estimates by hand. Um, you know, at some point that got too big and we started hiring more folks to work with us. Uh, then we eventually started to create the software around it so we can match the best possible cost estimating practice that we extracted from doing the takeoffs and cost estimates ourselves uh, to, to just create a better experience for builders. Um, and the cost data part of that is the thing that I think I'm the most proud of because it was one of the most complex tasks that I think we, we've ever taken on. It's like boiling the ocean, right? There's so many construction materials, so many different types of labor, different data standards and different formats. And we really, like, through this trial and there, we did all the bids ourselves. We found a common pattern in construction. Um, and so, actually, the way that we like to think about one build is, you know, this is something we aspire to become as a codified language of buildings. But to translate all the processes that go in construction into a digital standard, into a protocol, if you will. Um, and so investing all of our time and effort into understanding the structure of construction data, through doing this by hand, through working with builders, through hiring cost estimators to come and work with us full time, we were able to really, I think, figure out this Goldilocks uh, uh, data standard. Wow. So if, if you didn't have a platform uh, like this, like a tool like this, um, it sounds like knowing how much to adjust your prices is really, really, really complicated issue. Um, what would, what's, what's the biggest problem there? Sure. Well, I mean, uh, even before sort of the current situation with supply chain disruptions, with COVID, you know, even back then, I think when we were building something, um, it's so tedious to put together a takeoff sometimes. Uh, and also connect that takeoff quantities to your real-time data uh, that, you know, you just can't really spend the time to go out and call every supplier, talk to every sub, uh, you know, put together your estimate, like, very accurately. So what you inevitably end up doing is you just, like, end up cutting corners or you end up relying on cost books uh, and getting, you know, outdated, incorrect information. And so when we were doing that, you know, in, our, in my past job, uh, you know, building um, sort of what we're working on is building these commercial kitchens. And our, our, our estimates and our actual like built-in cost fluctuated so much 
And, you know, I'm talking like a million, you know, a million and a half at a time uh, that we just struggled with it and experienced real losses as a result. And so it was very, very painful. Uh, and, and we just, I think when I started one bill, I just wanted to do something about that. But now this past, you know, almost two years now, right? Uh, the, the things have gotten crazier to, to a whole other level. Because now on top of all of that, so all of these problems still have to be solved. But now, you know, you have your prices changing, you know, every week, right? The, the, the core commodities like lumber, uh, you know, concrete, steel, all those things are constantly being in a state of flux. So like, how do you plan anything, right? Without real-time cost data, you can't buy a book that's published for the full year, right? And then expect that you get an accurate data set. So that's kind of like where, where I think a lot of problems that we uh, see uh, come in. Yeah, how much of these, how often and how much does the, do the prices fluctuate? Is it like <laughs> every single day uh, by a couple of cents? Is it a dollar a week? Um, it depends. So the prices are typically set by distributors on a weekly basis. Um, you know, and I think the fluctuations there typically will be talking about, you know, single digit uh, percentage point changes. Uh, but we've seen in the past year how quickly that can add up, right? And if you're changing something even by, you know, a couple of percentage points over time, uh, you know, your prices will skyrocket. So you look at lumber, uh, you know, something like to oh. joke about is, you know, the past year, if you if you bought a bunch of lumber or you bought a bunch of Bitcoin, you'd actually probably make more money in lumber. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so that's that's how volatile it can be, right? That's how quickly uh, it has changed. Like nobody's prepared for that. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's just a brand new problem that just didn't exist in the past. I really wish that I wrote an article headlined is lumber the new cryptocurrency because (laughs) (laughs) so um it i understand that one build is more geared towards the residential construction um and what does that mean and is there are there type of projects that would that contractors would find the best use out of the platform Sure, sure. I mean, we, 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 we work with all kinds of builders. Uh, you know, we, we, we work with subcontractors, uh, residential and commercial general contractors, even real estate developers. I think over the past year, what we saw is just uh, this incredible increase in demand for just residential uh, construction for new housing for models. And so I think kind of naturally, we saw that a lot of folks started coming to us saying, this is something I need urgently. I need this right now, and and it just so happened that it was, I think, especially predominant with residential contractor, uh, contractors. Uh, and as far as what types of projects we cover, so we, um, you know, uh, really uh, cater, I think, to to folks who, uh, you know, scale all the way down from you know a remodel to a full, uh, uh, you know, custom build. And so um, our data allows you to find materials, to find assemblies. Uh, to create groupings uh, of, of basically every single thing that you would expect to go in a custom home. Um, you know, we, we I think, uh, kind of like if you want to just cover your basis and find out your costs uh, so that data is available, we're constantly updating the database as well, driven by user feedback. Plus, our users can create their own sort of library and their own data for specific types of finishes or maybe specific type of labor agreements that they have. Uh, that they can then use in their estimates as well. So they can sort of, uh, you know, compare the two, uh, you know, plug and play both inside of their estimate alongside each other. Sure. 
And you mentioned uh, not too long ago that the prices are being driven from uh, like a weekly distributors, um, but the platform tracks prices in real time. Can you elaborate what you mean by real time? Sure, sure. So we are, um, con- so there's a couple of ways that we uh, acquire our data. Uh, so we are constantly uh, monitoring what's going on on the web um, and then checking sort of recent updates and prices there. Uh, we also have direct agreements with uh, distributors across the country. Um, and we uh, communicate with them on a weekly basis, actually on a daily basis. And so whenever we see an update, uh, our system is built in such a way that when an update comes in, uh, we actually refresh our database. And so as a result, uh, the, uh, the builders on our platform see the latest data. Um, it's always up to date. So, you know, it might be that the prices have changed on, you know, not on a Friday, but on a Tuesday, right? And then if we caught that change in the process, because we're constantly monitoring the updates, then you'll see the reflected uh, in, your, in the library of, 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 of cost data. So you can adjust, decide to adjust your estimates accordingly if you decide to. Yeah. You mentioned also that um, it kind of takes account, takes into account um, labor contracts. Um, how does the software address wages into the estimates? Sure. Well, so for us, um, you know, we typically look at um, just publicly available. There's a lot of government data that's available about wages. Um, uh, but we see that, you know, every general contractor uh, or every subcontractor, they have somebody that they work with, you know, on a, on a consistent basis where they have some form of like an understanding or an agreement for, uh, you know, how much this is going to cost them to like, you know, have a certain crew on site. Um, and so, um, one of the things that we've done and invested in a lot is, you know, being very custom to every builder's needs. And okay. we, uh, we believe that every builder has like their own estimate, their own approach, their own crews. So when you start with us, you actually will be able to adjust the rates and provide the rates that you have to us so that you can use those specific rates. But if you want to rely on our research, uh, that is also available to you. And a lot of folks tell us like, Hey, I don't know if my subcontractor is charging me what they should. I just want to compare. Uh, you know, that's always also uh, an option that's sort of available, so you can go back and forth. All right. Are are contractors able to like anticipate changes? Um, is there some sort of artificial intelligence or forward looking or predictive analysis available to them? Sure, sure. Well, uh, look, I mean, I, uh, my, my, my past, you know, career, I started as a data scientist, actually worked in finance. I was an economist, uh, doing all kinds of economic forecasting. Um, and I can tell you that economic forecasting is, um, is more, um, <clears throat> wishful thinking and magic than actual science. <laughs> so, so, but you can always look at the historical trends. You can always look at, um, you know, seasonality to understand sort of how given sort of period and seasonality might impact. Uh, you know, what, what the future trend is. But for, you know, unprecedented events like this, like COVID, you can't really forecast like far out. Uh, but, um, you know, that being said, what we're building is a system that will provide you with alerts as we see uh, uh, large changes in the market happen, right? Because you might not always care about, you know, when the market is going to be three months from now. And, you know, by the time you get there, the project might not be available or, you, you know, the prices might change in a different way. But you want to know if you're about to bid something, like, and I've been preparing this bid, did something change like, you know, yesterday that I should be aware of? Uh, those are some of the things that are very important. Uh, we sure. provide a lot of 
guidance. So we actually have a team of estimators who can help anticipate changes in the prices using our database. Um, and so that's not a source of information that's available. But you know, every contractor you know out there will tell you that you know it's you you can't um, you know you can reliably really predict those things. Uh, at the end of the day, and we respect that. Yeah, I would imagine a lot of contractors are working far and head into the future in their projects and estimates like six months, a year, year and a half. Um, so kind of anticipating what those costs are going to be a year and a half from now would probably be very, very beneficial. Um, is, does that kind of take an account? Is that the type of situation that they can use this data for? I mean, yeah, absolutely. So just looking at historic trends is one of the ways that you can see, you know, how the prices typically are in a given season, right, in a given month. Um, so that's one of the ways that, that you can approach that. We uh, also are uh, a team of engineers and data scientists, and we're always coming up with new ways to improve uh, the insights that we provide to the builders. Um, you know, uh, making better predictions, better forecasting is definitely something that's not radar. Uh, and there's all kinds of interesting ways that you can approach that. Uh, you know, our core competency isn't data science. So I'm as a founder, I'm a data scientist. We work with a team of data scientists. And so there's a lot of machine learning that goes into producing data set already today. Um, so, um, you know, I will uh, definitely take a note of that and it's something that we will work on in the future. I think uh, I agree with it would be very beneficial for folks to be able to see kind of how things will evolve six months out. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just, you know, predict the future? Well, well, and when this COVID to... will, will be over, when the supply chain will be over, and then you know, <laughs> everybody will be happy. Well, we'll just try to predict the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And get me the lottery numbers. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the next subscription tier. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> does, it, uh, does it take into account like vendors and suppliers? I would imagine you know, one contractor in one state uses a different brand than another state or at least or even county especially in residential construction can how can contractors know that the brand that they use is included in the estimates prices totally yeah that's one of the things that's one of the actually more complex problems of in this whole exercise is you know figuring out how do you collect so much different data points and how do you aggregate them and standardize them under a single taxonomy right because there's, you know, four or five different brands of drywall that folks typically use, but sure. the drywall is just drywall, right? And, you know, concrete is concrete and sort of like, how do you sort of standardize that? That's one of the things we've done. It's actually one of the places where we've invested a lot in machine learning to make that possible. So um, what we do is we aggregate data points all across, uh, you know, the construction industry. And we standardize them on a single format. Uh, and so, you know, if you don't care about a brand, you can just go with drywall. But if you do want to explore and double click, uh, that data is also available in the background. I'm interested to seeing if there's a reverse look on the projects. We've we've mentioned that there's prices on materials. Um, if concrete is on average this price, you should estimate this. But what if the project is trending a little bit higher? Like let's say suddenly driveways, a concrete driveway is being trending up and getting more expensive in your area. Can it help the contractor in that aspect? Right. So if there's like a, a certain like change in the market that's happening um, to like a, to, to alert the user about that change. 
Yes. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, of course. So that's one of the things that I that, that I think is one of our core competencies is because you track the data on on a regular time interval, uh, you can see the fluctuations and you can um, you know create alerts where you can say that hey, if things have moved ten percent, like I need to know right away, right, so that you can quickly make the adjustments. Uh, and so that's one of the benefits and like one of the beauties of uh, well, first not having your data in a class book, right, so like an actual book. Uh, shocks me that it's still the case uh and then two right um just having that data update uh you know through apis through a database in real time so they can quickly track uh, those deltas as they arise you're talking a book like a literal physical book right oh yeah i mean okay you're, i know i know you're not um i don't know if you realize that but you know like i'll, I'll give you an example here uh on video uh but this is this is a cost book so this is what okay. data um, in construction is published in right now. It's an actual physical um, catalog, wow. um, and that's and that's sort of um, funnily enough, it's supposed to be 2020 edition. It's actually <laughs> published in uh, 2019, uh, so they're trying to predict 2020, and that was an interesting year. Um, so, um, but yeah, when I saw that for the first time, working on one build, I was like, holy smokes, uh, it's a book. <laughs> sure. Well, there's a benefit. But having some sort of physical copy um that can go offline obviously uh, just because then it can't go down um i understand that one build is like cloud-based um do you know what service you use um i'm not um not entirely sure uh what, what sort of like we have a whole bunch of different microservices and the way that the product is set up is obviously very complex but uh there you know there have been issues with like the cloud you know going down in the past weeks actually right and like amazon i think was one example where that happened um uh and so one of the things you have to do is just you have to invest a lot into your uh you know your product's infrastructure um, it's so like an often overlooked part, uh, I think, of just software development is that, you know, you build, you know, for obviously the, the user facing uh, portions of your product, but also the infrastructure has to be reliable. And so for our users, that's one of the most important things because like their estimates are, you know, their, their proposals, right? It's how they make their money. Um, so building for that type of reliability and security, uh, you know, redundancy. So if one thing goes down, there's another option that's available you can always access. Um, that's always top of mind for us. One of the most important things. What kind of feedback do you get from contractors when they use the system? Um, it, I mean, typically it's you know, two types. One is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's holy smokes, it's changed my life. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and the folks have like come to us and they said, Hey, I, I like, there's these projects that I would have never estimated, um, or, you know, without this before, um, you know, I didn't, um, have the data, I didn't have the right software for that. Um, and, and, and one will help me handle that. So we have all stories of all kinds of stories about that on our website. And, uh, and, and it's just incredible knowing that there are people out there, who, you know, end up. Uh, you know, progressing with their businesses, making more money, uh, helping their families succeed as a result. It just blows my mind we can do something like that. The other sort of feedback is usually like, hey, but also can you include like waterproofing in your database? <laughs> or can you add like this specific material that I have? And we really love getting that feedback too, 
because that helps us improve and, and helps us just build a better product. So one of the things we, we, we do is I talk to customers all the time. Every single sign up that goes to our door, um, I reach out to them. I ask how they're doing, how the experience is, and just always try to figure out like, what else can we do better? Um, you know, cost estimating is not, you know, some sort of back office process. To me, cost estimating is a hard running construction company. Um, and so I just want it to be excellent. Are there any stories of contractors using the software differently than others? Um, so uh, there's so the interesting thing about like running a construction business is that, <clears throat> especially residential, is that you have sort of like it's 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 almost never the exact same thing. You no, know, sometimes <laughs> you, sometimes you might have like uh, you know a larger project. You got a set of blueprints. And uh, you got to put together a takeoff off of those blueprints. Um, you know, sometimes you're just doing a small remodel. You know, you just maybe did a project like that in the past. You have a template. I'm going to plug in some numbers, send it off. Um, right. And sometimes it's just some crazy project that just came through your door and you have no idea how to handle it. Maybe the residential, you know, somebody comes to you and says, like, I want you to build a school. Right. And you're like, I really want to win this job, but I have no idea how to like build a school. Right. And okay. so there's all these different use cases that our, our, our users have to experience all the time, like on a monthly basis. And so people kind of self-select into uh, one of the sort of uh, features or functionalities within the product to address what type of specific estimate they need. Um, so um, and so we have a variety of use cases that, that people come into uh, one build with, but then they kind of end up growing with the ecosystem. And start expanding into like, oh, let me do more takeoffs. Because now it's really easy to do that. Oh, let me start using an estimator because I want to bid on bigger jobs. I want to make more money. So that's kind of like how folks evolve as they go for the one build ecosystem. Sure. What's your favorite use case? Um, I think um, one of the things that is uh, um, uh, really exciting um, uh, for us is the way that we're setting up the model of sort of a partnership between our uh, sort of a three-way partnership of uh, our users, builders, uh, the software itself, right, the product itself, and then this sort of network of cost estimators that are accessible within our software. And I think it's super, super, super cool. And not something that a lot of, um, I have actually not seen any other company do anything similar to that. Because as a, as a construction company, you don't want to just have software. You want to have your problem solved for you. You just want to not worry about the damn takeoff and just, you know, spend the weekend with your, you know, uh, family for, you know, for the first time in a while. And and I think when we give people that chance, it's like everything is synced and, and, and well organized within the software. You can see how everything was put together, but somebody else actually just did the whole thing for you. Um, that's just super powerful. And, and I really love seeing those like magic moments happen with our builders and especially like on these bigger complex jobs that really weigh on you. It's like, gosh, I really want to bid this job, but it's just so out of my reach. I don't want to take the risk. You know, I need a second pair of eyes. Uh, when that happens, I think it's just magical. How does the platform provide like cost savings for contractors? Where does the return on the return on investment come from month to month? Sure. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, um, in the way that I like to to see that is that you know, um, cost estimate is is like um, it's kind of like you know, it's a bit a bit like betting in a way. It's a bit like it's a bit of a um, you know a, 
uh, sort of a, uh, you're sending out a proposal on, on, out of the market and you know you want to see if it happens, right? And that's why contractors track their you know uh, the rates at which they're winning their bids, um, and it's uh, you, you know their frequency of that's very important. So um, when you start sending more bids, even if you have the exact same performance, um, you automatically start making more money, right? And so you know. It, and and if you kind of like speak probabilistically about it, you know, if you if you if you send out you know ten more bids per you know per year as a result, and you know you get to you know each bid is about two hundred thousand dollars, you win one of those bids, it's like two hundred thousand dollars didn't have uh, you know on hand before, um, so it can really escalate, it can get really really massive, uh, you know, especially once you get in the motion of just doing more, um, and right now in construction the pace of you know, the market, the pace of just the number of projects being available is so fast. There's such a shortage, um, I think, of, of, of like construction companies available even to fulfill them that every new opportunity, especially for a new construction business, you're just getting started is extraordinarily valuable. So you can be spending $2,000 on a subscription, right? But you can be making $200,000 more, you know, in your total revenue as a result because you've done those 10 extra bids you know, throughout the year. Um, that's how we like to think about that. Sure. I would I understand uh, customer service is a big, big thing in construction, especially for the smaller and probably larger contractors as well. Um, are there people behind the scenes when the contractor kind of needs help? And uh, if so, what role do they play? And that's actually one of the things we're most proud about is the way that we set up our, our customer um, service model. Um, so, um, you know, if you ever uh, you know, work on, with a construction uh, technology product in the past, you'll notice that if you were to like reach out to support, well, you know, good luck getting, getting them on the phone. Uh, but even when you do, they kind of like don't really know enough about construction to really be able to help you out. Uh, we did things a little bit differently because we hired cost estimators to work with us from day one. Um, and uh, uh, my my partner from very early days at OneBuild, he comes from a construction background as well. So we have that DNA um, in place already in our company. Um, and so we um, you know, wanted to embed that DNA into our customer support. And actually, one of our uh, customer support agents is a uh, past estimator. So you, know, you might be asking you know, a question about you know, how do I, you know, click this button versus that button? But you might end up learning about cost estimating, you know, the things that you did not know before. Um, you know, getting yourself educated in the process and the art of cost estimating just by the virtue of talking to our customer success reps. And we do that because we, you know, it's obviously harder uh, this way to just, you know, uh, keep on sort of really focusing on bringing folks in from construction. But we do that for two reasons. First, you know, we just have a lot of respect for people in construction and what they do. Uh, we just think that the folks that we work with who come from the industry are absolutely brilliant. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the other part of that is just we have a lot of respect for the users and uh, we want them to be able to communicate uh, with the support at the level that they require in order to, uh, you know, to be successful in the process, the main process. What's the best piece of advice that you could give a contractor when customers say that their estimate is too high? Yeah, <laughs> didn't we all hear that very often, right? Or or <laughs> or, or, or you win a, or you you bidding a job and, and 
and, and it's like the lowest bidder wins, right? And it's like, yeah, well, I mean, first, good luck to that owner, right? Going with the lowest bid. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think what we found is, is, is working really well and very powerful is just be more detailed, right? Because when you like, when you send out a bid and you just have like one line item number and you say, you know, my bid is going to be $150,000. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's very easy to negotiate with that and say that like, well, that's too high. You know, I want it to be like, whatever, $120,000. But when you just bring out a sort of an itemized list of like, hey, here's what actually goes in an estimate. You know, here's how much, uh, you know, lumber costs today. Here's how much tile costs today. Um, now you can build out a very detailed proposal and that is your ammo to then go to your customer, uh, you know, your client, the homeowner, uh, for a business and show them like why it costs what it costs. And in fact, that makes your position so much more powerful as a result, because you can now say that like, hey, this other person who just gave you a blank number, which is the lowest number, they're gonna change order the hell out of your job. So <laughs> so that actually like that creating that transparency with your end client, giving them something that's super detailed um, is, 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 is key. Yeah. Now I, I want to ask, you know, the, you know, $50,000 question, the infrastructure bill price question, drop it from the earth, uh, put your <laughs> genie, hat on, genie hat on, because what do you think the construction industry looks like for 2022 and beyond 2023? Yeah. Farther, if you want, do you, can you offer any forecast at all? Sure, and and this is this is all off record, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it's uh, it's it's all good. Uh, I mean, look, as I mentioned before, you know, I having, having worked as an economist, I I having you know seen how economic forecasts are done, I have very little uh, faith in them. But I'll do my best to just kind of uh, give you my personal like thoughts, personal opinions on this. Um, uh, I think that um, what we're going to see is just uh, continuation and 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 very rapid increase in the residential construction space. Uh, you know, a lot of people who have moved, uh, you know, they have had, you know, uh, uh, more projects that they needed to get done. Maybe it's a new build, maybe it's a remodel, an addition, right? But then their friends are now seeing, it's like, hey, all my friends have moved, uh, you know, why don't I follow them too? So I think we're just in the first wave of that sort of, uh, you know, us being at home, migration driven, um, situation, um, it might be well, thank you very much for your time. Federal Reserve is, uh, you know, obviously increasing its rates, um, right? And so typically when that happens, you know, mortgage is becoming more uh, expensive, right? The mortgages are more expensive, then you, you know, you, you don't want to maybe spend money on housing or getting mortgage in that moment. That will probably uh, be a bit of a, a headwind to the growth in the residential construction space, but I don't anticipate it's going to be a massive headwind, depending, of course, on the Fed uh, policy ends up becoming. Now, on the commercial side, totally black box for me. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Uh, are people going back to office? Are people going to go back to retail stores? No clue. Um, and on the kind of the infrastructure, sort of like, you know, the, the, the civil, the government, um, I, I do think that we will see a pickup um, in that type of construction, but you know things take time with that. Um, by the time the construction bill passes, by the time you know the contracts get awarded, the money is dispersed. By the time all of them mobilizes, you know we might be looking at like 
a year out when, when we actually start to see the result of that uh, being real. Sure. Where can people find? Where can listeners find OneBuild's platform? How can they access the data? Um, uh, in, very easy. Um, there is a uh, website to sign up. Uh, what I recommend is uh, sign up for a demo because uh, then you're going to have one of our uh, product experts walk you through how everything works. Uh, makes it very easy if you're the kind who wants to just watch the videos or play with the product yourself. It's also available. So I'll go to onebuild.com. Uh, it's number one uh, and then the word build. Very easy. Uh, onebuild.com. Um, you know, check it out. Uh, there's a little chat window as well. You can ask us questions there. Don't be a stranger. Reach out and uh, I'd love to show you the platform and just really help you with your cost estimating process. Even if you know, you're just trying to get started, you want to just orient yourself with cost estimating. We have a bunch of resources for you to just learn the basics of cost estimating itself, maybe even before you need the, the, the software. So we're always there to be a trusted partner. And that about does it for this episode. Thank you to Dimitri and OneBuild for taking the time to talk with us. And thanks to you, dear listener, for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast by 4constructionpros.com. Make sure to subscribe and share. Until next time, stay safe out there.